Welcome to another episode of the Mixed Witches podcast. We're almost at the end of February, and that's wild to me. At the time this comes out, it'll have it'll be what a week before the end of February, a week and a half, which is just mind blowing. I don't even want to think about it. There's just the time. I don't know where the time's going, but it's it's flying. Anyways. I was going to say something vulgar, but my dad's here. <laughs> yeah, let's not. You know, our... Well, it, wasn't, it, wasn't that, it wasn't that bad. I just, I just won't say it. Dad, like, <laughs> as much as dads can know things about us, they don't need to know everything. <laughs> they, don't, they don't need to know how bad our mouths can get. Yeah, my dad doesn't need to hear my bad jokes. <laughs> Anyways, I go first today. And I am going to be talking about cleansing. So I don't have like a preface for this. I'm just going to jump right into it. So what is cleansing? The dictionary Oxford definition of cleansing is the intended to intending to clean something thoroughly, especially the skin. So for our purposes, what? I just think it's weird that it said especially the skin. Especially the skin. So for our purposes, that definition works pretty well with what why we do cleansing. But like with most things associated with witchcraft, we're talking about cleansing in terms of energetically and not physically. Though that can be part of it. So like if you're using a shower to cleanse or um, you're like cleansing your stones with water, same thing. Anyways. Why do you want to cleanse? Why? Why? Why would you want to cleanse besides, you know, hygienic reasons? <laughs> besides something literally being soiled. Yeah. Uh, like I already mentioned, for our purposes, we're talking about cleansing in an energetic sense. So the reason this is important is because you're essentially washing away all the negative energy from you, um, your surroundings or whatever object, be it stones, tools, tarot decks, etc., that you are focusing on because throughout the day, throughout the month, however long you wait between cleansings, you're absorbing other energy, like other people's energies, energies from places that you go. You're absorbing all of that stuff. So this is a good way to wash yourself clean and start over again. And the same thing happens with your stones and your tools. They absorbed, they absorb the energy of the place around them as well as when you're touching them, they're absorbing the energy that you've absorbed as well. So lots of passing of energy. So this allows uh, room for positive energy to move in or, like I already said, start with a new energetic slate or to allow the energy to once again move freely. So sometimes energy is just stagnant and you need to give it like an, an extra oomph 
to kind of get it pushing again. This is another way to do that. Personally, I forget to cleanse all the fucking time. <laughs> I've only recently just cleansed all of my stuff since I moved from Pensacola to my home in uh, Northern California and now over to Japan. A lot of my stuff has not been cleansed since I left San Diego. <laughs> and that's a lot. Damn. That's a long that time. Is a yeah. Because when I was in Pensacola, I didn't light up my sage because I was in a hotel room and I didn't need people to be thinking I was smoking pot in my hotel room because where we know the difference between what sage smells like and what pot smells like, a lot of people who don't just assume that when they're smelling sage, they're smelling pot. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, I, I have not cleansed anything until this last full moon. I brought out all of my stones, I brought out my tarot decks, I brought out everything I could think of, and I smoke cleansed it, and then I set literally everything out on my windowsills to charge under the full moon, so they really needed it, and I can tell. <laughs> They're working better. So I'm not I'm not saying you can't get by without cleansing, but it helps that if you do. It's the it's kind of like the same thing with grounding. Like everything kind of works together and you can get by with without some things, but everything kind of works better if you're doing the things you should be doing. It's worth your time. That's all I'm saying. It is recommended. It's a recommended thing to do like meditation and we never do it anyway <laughs> so what are some ways that you can cleanse you can smoke cleanse which is filling a room and then clearing it or um just using the smoke of sympathetic herbs like smudging or incense uh you can use salt like sticking your stones or tools in the salt meditate this came up the last time. I told you it's never going to go away, and it's never going to go away. I'm going to say it. it hasn't gone away. <laughs> it hasn't gone away since I started talking about it. Uh, you can ground, which also helps you cleanse. You can sound clear, like using a um, singing bowl or uh, ringing bells. You can use essential oils, like spraying mist, a diffuser, so on and so forth. Your crystals can help cleanse a space so setting them around the room in certain spots or using them on your own body you can use the elements water being the most uh common to use water is the most common but not if you're cleaning crystals because some of them are not water friendly so you just need to look up which ones are like malachite you don't want to be putting in water or selenite it'll become some stones dissolve in water or some are like poisonous when you put them in water. So, And then for like uh, decks of cards, like tarot cards or stuff, you can reorganize your deck and put them back in order. And that helps cleanse them. Some herbs and crystals that you can use to help cleanse. Sage is the most common smoke cleansing. Uh, you can... Just make sure you do your research before you smoke cleanse 
and show respect for closed practices, so no white sage. But there are different varieties of sage that you can use. But you can also use sage as a, an essential oil. So you don't have to smoke cleanse with sage. Palo Santo, which again, do your research before buying. Uh, lavender, eucalyptus in an oil as well. Everything that I say you can use as an herb or an essential oil. So lavender, eucalyptus, rosemary, angelica, uh, hyssop, juniper, pine, parsley, and then some stones are selenite. So selenite's kind of like the be-all, end-all of cleansing crystals, in my humble opinion, because it absorbs the surrounding energy but doesn't need to be cleansed. Like it'll it'll cleanse any crystals that are nearby. And if you have like um, a selenite lamp, it'll cleanse the room. So it just sucks in all that negative energy, kind of just gets rid of it. Smoky quartz, uh, turquoise, which cats love turquoise. So make sure you don't have them anywhere a cat can grab it and take it. It's an old healing stone. Uh, black obsidian, which is, you know, it's good shit. But you also have to be careful when you cleanse with it. Not when you cleanse with it, but if you have it as like a pendant or something that you can wear, you don't want to be constantly wearing it because eventually it'll start um, absorbing the good feelings as, as well as the bad. And then peppermint and lemon. So that's what I have for cleansing. What are you telling us about today? So, Pisces season. Oh, yeah. I actually did forget what you were going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing I'm talking about it. <laughs> so you are, now you know. Now I know. Pisces is the 12th sign of the zodiacal cycle, the final sign. Then we start all over. So Pisces goes from February 29th. No. Pisces goes from... <laughs> Pisces goes from February 19th. Oh. To March 20th. I saw the, them together and my brain put them together and said, oh, 29. <laughs> mm -mm. This is why we failed math, brain. Mm -mm. <laughs> the symbol for Pisces is the two fishes. In fact, my favorite myth about the fishes has to do with Aphrodite and Eros. They say that Pisces is sort of like the third sign of Venus because of her association with Pisces, which is cool and interesting. Yo, she's just Pisces trying to get all of the signs. <laughs> literally. Pisces is sort of the... People also associate it with, like, the Jesus sign, because it, he, he has fish, or, like, the Buddha sign, the sort of granddaddy guru sign. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pisces is the mutable water sign of all of the signs. It has a negative polarity, and its primary ruler is Jupiter, um... Neptune is the co-ruler, but Neptune wasn't discovered until 1846, so. 
all these years it's been Jupiter, just like Sagittarius. Mm. And if you remember, when we talked about Sagittarius, we talked about Jupiter, Roman counterpart of the Greek god Zeus, god of the sky and thunder and the king of the gods, the Norse counterpart. Also the king of the fuckboys. Also the king of the fuckboys, yeah. (laughs) The Norse counterpart. I know you wanted you wanted to say the the king. Eh, nope, it's Thor, <laughs> who's also. I just I know y'all stop thinking. It. No, <laughs> the god of thunder, the sky, agriculture, and the protector of the realm of the gods and the human realm. Thor doesn't like it when you roll up. He'll take you out. <laughs> <laughs> now Neptune is the Roman counterpart of Poseidon in Greek mythology. And Neptune ruled over fresh water and the sea. So, water. Fresh and salt. Water, water, water. (laughs) Water. (laughs) Pisces rules the 12th house of intuition, secrets, dreams, instincts, the subconscious mind, or, you know, the collective unconscious, as me and Jane like to talk about. Yes. Because that shit's real. I'll fight y'all about it. No, honestly. (laughs) It's the 12th house. I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) The 12th house is also the house of sacrifice, specifically self-sacrifice, secret enemies, inner suffering, Charity, endings, this is where you get your karma, good and bad, and the afterlife. It is the last house. And it 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 sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ruling day is Thursday. Because Thursday. Yeah. You all get it. You all have ears. You get it. Pisces' mantra is, I believe. Also, like, I dream. Same thing. Pisces rules over the feet, the lymphatic system, and the liver. The colors are purple and white, and also a sea green. I see. I saw that pop up a lot. So, like, sea foam green. Mm. Which is a very pretty green. Y'all are lucky. Eh. Me over here as a Taurus being like, green. Y'all get the pretty green. (laughs) (laughs) You get forest green, though. Forest green is nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the tarot cards of Pisces is the moon, which is the card of, like, instincts and intuition. Duh. (laughs) Hello. It all writes itself. It's all connected. (laughs) Also, the Eight of Cups, which is Saturn in Pisces, the Nine of Cups, which is Jupiter in Pisces, and the Ten of Cups, which is Mars in Pisces. So, traits. Some strengths. Pisces can be compassionate, artistic, intuitive, gentle, wise, and musical. A spiritually underdeveloped Pisces can be fearful, 
or overly trusting, can be sad, like maybe melancholy. Um, they'll have a desire to escape reality, daydreaming to the point of detriment, and can have a very victim or martyr mentality. As I said, the granddaddy guru sign, so y'all can feel that granddaddy guru vibes in the worst way. <laughs> okay. Pisces also tends to be the sort of culmination of all the signs. Pisces tend to kind of take pieces from every sign because it's the last sign. So Pisces kind of feels everybody's pain. Pisces are the kind of people that understand everybody, but that's not always a good thing. That kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. Sad, sad boys. <laughs> So some Pisces celebrities. Rihanna is a Pisces. Camila Cabello is a Pisces. Mm. Kesha is a Pisces. Justin Bieber is a Pisces. George Washington was a Pisces. And Albert Einstein was a Pisces. Oh. <laughs> and some fictional characters. My favorite fictional characters are all Pisces. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For those of y'all who didn't know, of course, as I already said when I did Scorpio, it's fucking pulling teeth to find actual birthdays in comic books. I have a few. I didn't actually write them down here, so I'm not going to tell. Well, actually, I kind of remember them. That's beside the point. These I looked up. So if y'all try to fight me, don't. Because I, I looked them up. Batman is a Pisces. His first birthday ever was in Pisces, and maybe there's a couple more, but he was made a Pisces. I'll keep him a Pisces. <laughs> Dick Grayson is also a Pisces in the modern day. Previously, he's been a Scorpio, so water boy. I was about no. to say, he didn't, he didn't change elements, so. <laughs> water boy, but honestly, he's a fucking Pisces. They got it right the third time around. The boy is a Pisces. Hmm. Sad boy. Soft boy. Fish boy. No. <laughs> also, Catwoman is a Pisces. Miss Selena Kyle herself is a Pisces. Oh my god, that's a lot of Pisces in that household. I, I literally hope their baby is not a Pisces. Dear god. But I also kind of hope DC would do something like that. DC should be like, hey, guess what? Their baby is also a Pisces. Ha ha. Hardy har har. <laughs> That way, Bruce and Selena would be like, damn, you should have kept it in there longer. <laughs> Could no. you have just baked it a little <laughs> bit longer? She looked at the date, and then she went, nope. Like, in the hospital, she looked at the calendar. She was like, oh, it's got to stay. Keep it in there. Just for a little bit longer. <laughs> so... Not comic book canonical, but canonical for the movies, Bucky is a Pisces, the Winter Soldier. Oh. I actually couldn't find a comic book birthday, but it said in the movies that he is a Pisces. So it is his movie canon birthday. Which honestly, yeah. <laughs> Which honestly, fair. <laughs> Which honestly, yeah, he a Pisces. <laughs> uh, Sailor <laughs> Sailor Neptune is a Pisces. I'd hope, of course. 
It said, um, I actually don't have a date because I couldn't find one, but I'll say it. They said from Fruits Basket, a uh, lovely Momoji. Aww. Is a Pisces. That's fair. Momiji. Yeah. Momiji. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> I didn't have it written down. Excuse my mouth. Uh, from My Hero Academia, Amajiki is a Pisces. I love Amajiki. Soft, though. sad boy. Soft, sad Depressed boy. boy. Yeah. <laughs> Dark emo boy. Yeah, he is a Pisces. Yeah, you, he probably <laughs> listens to, like, My Chemical Romance, non-ironically. <laughs> Literally unironically. Like, Mirio oh just God. walks into his room and that's blaring. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> vibing no but I, I was about to say he's a pisces and muriel over here is a cancer oh man <laughs> sad boys <laughs> it's a lot of water <laughs> all they do is cry so many criers <laughs> <laughs> and then deku all yeah. they do is cry all, all three of do. them katsuki's over it <laughs> <laughs> Koski don't have any place to fucking talk. He cries a lot, too. He's a crybaby. Emotional boy. Well, this is why. Uh, because Masaru Bakugo, who's Koski's dad, is also a Pisces. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Midnight is also a Pisces. Jesus. And Mirko is a Pisces. I love her so fucking much. Bushy, well, she a Pisces. Why are all my favorite characters Pisces? Cancers. I can understand why everybody's thirsting after her. Yeah. Yeah. She a snack. Anyway. She she the whole meal. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) So that's what I have about Pisces. Hey, what's your media? Well, to kick off the fact that I just did Pisces, I bring you Ponyo. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Ponyo is a Hayao Miyazaki movie that was animated by Studio Ghibli. And it's basically... The Little Mermaid, but Hayao Miyazaki said, let me do it. Let me do it. (laughs) But I'm going to do it my way. Literally. It is about a fish, a young lady fish, who decides she doesn't want to be a young lady fish anymore and wants to be a young lady. And a whole bunch of shenanigans happen. And she falls in love with this young boy, and this young boy falls in love with her. And it's cute. It also came out in 08, so it doesn't have weird anime animation. Although none of the Ghibli movies do because it's Ghibli. But yeah. I just would like to point that out. It's it's not old. <laughs> Even like the old Ghibli movies don't have weird anime animation to them. Right. No, they're good. They're all art's good, everything's good. But this one's new. Ish. Cause it ain't new now. We are in twenty twenty one. So it's actually a little bit old, but <laughs> holy fuck! You said two thousand eight, didn't you? That's twelve fucking years. Yes, I did. No, that's thirteen years. I, 
Holy crap. Yep. Damn. <sighs> Ponyo is good, you guys. It is. So good. If you like The Little Mermaid and you like anime, please watch Ponyo. It's different enough that it's interesting. I say this, but it's it's actually like I actually reread the rereading the plot. I was like, oh yeah, huh? <laughs> but I kind of forgot. I just remember the fact that she's a well. I remember the movie, but I mostly remember the fact that she's a fish, and then she's not. <laughs> mostly, what I remember from the movie is I remembered the majority of it, but like the things that I continuously remember is uh the fact that everything floods and they get in his little toy boat (laughs) and go to find his mom Mm -hmm. yes i just remember that scene where like she's sitting on the top of the boat i was going to do like something more mermaidy because pisces is like the mermaid sign but then i'd know i was gonna do mermaids and I still intend to do mermaids, so you'll have to wait on that. <laughs> but Ponyo is not a mermaid. She a fish. She's a fishy. She fishy fishy. Her mom is the uh, goddess of the ocean, so. Yeah. Yep. Goddess of mercy. That's what the wiki says right here. So, yeah. Fishy fishy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, I just started, started like, hearing the theme song in my head. <laughs> I feel like because Ponyo came out in 08, it's one of those Ghibli movies that everybody forgets about. Like, everybody pre- remembers the old ones. But yeah. the more modern ones, like Ponyo and, like... Arietti. Arietti and stuff, people just forget about. They're yeah. good, too. And Wind Rising. Oh, that's oh, such man. a good one. I Man. like I just love a good World War Two movie, and that oh, yeah. one's one of the I great ones. Ghibli does it so good, honestly, bro. They're so good. Yeah, Ponyo pretty- is not Ponyo is Ponyo is about fish. That's good yeah. too. <laughs> like, like I think everybody forgets all of the Ghibli movies that were made in the two thousands. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm thinking about it. There's a lot that were made in the 2000s. Because in 2001, Seriously. from up on Poppy Hill, in 2001, that was 2011, oh, not 2001. Oh, man. Yeah, I forget about that one. Yeah. It, I mean, it's also, not very the thing magical. About, it's just good. Oh, yeah. The thing about the Ghibli movies, specifically Hayao Miyazaki's movies, which I actually have a reason for this. I stumbled upon this. I didn't look this up for this. I knew this, like, a bit ago. If you have a problem with anime, especially the way that it's dubbed, Ghibli movies tend to get actors. As in, Ponyo is voiced by Noah Cyrus. There's Matt Damon, Frankie Jonas, Tina Fey. These are actual people. Yeah, Keanu Reeves like, plays in one of them. Oh, um, who the fuck? I can't remember who played Batman in uh, The Dark Knight. That's Christian Bale. He plays Hal in Hal's Moving Castle. Mm, 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 he do. Yeah. <laughs> so Ghibli, and specifically Hayao Miyazaki, tends to pick actual people. And we don't know, I don't know anything about Japanese voice actors. I will tell you, though, those are all famous people. 
in the same way because Hayao Miyazaki has a thing for that. I found out. <laughs> I was looking at an article talking about him talking about something, and it was that was one of the things they're talking about. He tends to pick celebrities, not like voice actors, but like actual celebrities. Yeah, he does it in, for the Japanese too. I just don't recognize them because I'm not Japanese. So, but I, that's a that's a tidbit fact that I didn't need to know, but I know. But if you have a thing about like, man, I hate dubbed anime, or like it's always weird, or blah blah blah, Studio Ghibli movies are actually very good dubbed. Like, okay. it's not so stilted. I feel like that's my thing. It's not so like weird, or I don't know. I actually, I don't mind dubbing. I prefer to watch anime like both. It depends. I'll listen to both, and then I'll pick one. Mm. <laughs> Whichever one sounds better to me, subbed or dubbed, but Studio Ghibli movies, are just they're just good. Yeah, and they're, they're just good, good either way. Yeah. Not only that, but they do, like, dubbed in other languages, too. I can't yeah, remember those are, how many. Those are good. Yeah. I feel like those aren't those aren't too bad, either. Yeah, I know I've, like, accidentally watched, I think it was Ponyo, I think I accidentally watched it in, like, French or something, and I was like, well, okay, I guess I'm sitting here. <laughs> like, well, why not? Why the fuck not? I'm already here. So, Ponyo. Ponyo. Also, an interesting tidbit about Hayao Miyazaki is that he's tried to retire multiple times (laughs) and he'll go into retirement and then like a year later he'll come back out of retirement and be like, well, I'm going back to work because I can't sit around the house no more. Every time he walks in the studio, they're just like, why are you back? Sir, (laughs) you were supposed to leave this time. He was like, well, I got another idea. Let's go to work. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Miyazaki. You've been blessed. <laughs> Honestly. There are other uh, writers and directors for Studio Ghibli, which, honestly, there's some of those that I do like as well, but, like, Miyazaki's just tippity-top. Yeah. He made Studio Ghibli famous, to be honest. Literally. Honestly. Anyway. What I'm bringing to the table today is another book. It's the last one I can talk about. I don't have any other books. I don't have any more until I read more. I'm talking about The Song of Achilles. Oh, fuck. What, who is it by? <laughs> I closed my book. Um, oh, shit. Anyways, so The Song of Achilles is by Madeline Miller. And the reason I bring this to the table is because it's about the Greek gods again. Has them in there. It's a follows Patroclus, who was Achilles' companion. And I say companion, but we all know what he really was. We all know what that means. We all know what he really was. Uh, Even the, you know... The epics that talk about Achilles and Patroclus aren't very vague about what they were to each other. So this 
this book goes into that. It follows Patroclus's uh, point of view. And it starts off when they're very young and the first time Patroclus sees Achilles. And then goes through the whole development of their relationship and how Achilles becomes Achilles, essentially. His Achilles is a demigod. His mother is Thetis, and his father was the king of something. Don't don't remember because I didn't care who his father was. <laughs> but his uh, mother was a sea goddess named Thetis. She was a minor goddess. And... Yeah, so it fo- it follows his rise into being the demigod that we know as Achilles. And even when what happens to Patroclus happens to Patroclus, we still see from his point of view what uh like the end of the the book. And throughout the book we get meddling from the other gods. Like, not only Thetis as his mother, because Thetis comes to, like, threaten Patroclus quite often about the fact that Patroclus and him are more than she wants them to be. Um, so she threaten- threatens him. You know, we have uh, meddling from, like, Ares, Aphrodite, so on and so forth. The gods that were pivotal in the Trojan War... You kind of see them. And then, but like the god that is present the most in the book is Chiron because he trains them much like he trained uh, Hercules. So I had to think. I was like, was that Chiron? Yes. I, I had the image of the, the Disney version of him. And I was like, nah. But anyways, that's that's why I bring it to the table. More Greek gods. I listen to it. It's a good listen. Um, much like I listen to almost all the other books I talked about. Yeah. Just like everything else. Just like everything else. I don't have time to sit down and read that often anymore, except for like fan fiction, which is where my reading time goes to nowadays. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I hope you guys... Wait. <laughs> you gotta talk about media. Like, the, our medias. If you want to find more from us, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter by typing in Mixed Witches Podcast. We will pop up. You can also shoot us an email, mixedwitchespodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Society6 at Mixed Witches Podcast. We made it easy. So, hope you guys have a good ending to your February. And that things continue to get better from here. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. When you were young, 
Our minds were getting faded Did not appreciate all that they created We're chasing after that witch's brew Damn, 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 damn Thinking more, but doing less Keeping score, but failing at the test, y'all Chasing after that witch's brew Damn, 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 damn Chasing after that witch's brew Got nothing better to do Cause y'all sailing down Easiest street again Damn X marks the spot Or is it O Getting high then feeling so low Chasing after that witch's brew Damn, 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 damn Chasing after that witch's brew Damn, damn, damn 